Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candace Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, or none of the above, this shakeup is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do, while sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me to move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new, and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share, and I pay my respects to elders past and present. Recently, I was a guest on a podcast and I got asked a whopper of a question, a question that I not only enjoyed answering, but a question that it, it dawned on me could be a question that a lot of people might want to know the answer to question was, how do you find confidence in yourself to do the things that you do? How do you find confidence in yourself to do the things that you do? It's a great question, right? And I'm going to answer it in today's episode. Because if you look at certain people that you surround yourself with, or certain friends you have, or certain people you know, whether they're at work, at the gym, at your local coffee shop, you can't help but think sometimes like, man, they have great confidence. Or holy moly, I'd love to be that confident. Or how the freaking hell are people that confident? So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the secret to oozing confidence. The type of confidence that gets you standing in front of big groups of people and talking. The type of confidence that gets you trying new things, even if you'd never thought about doing that thing before. The type of confidence that gets you doing things that even impresses the pants off yourself. Yeah, you're welcome. But that's the type of confidence we're going to talk about. Because if you look at any successful individual... One of the key things that they have is confidence. People look up to confident people. So what is it that they have that others don't? If you want to know the answer and you want to know the secret to oozing confidence, I'm going to stop jabbering on about it right now and I'm going to get straight into it, like right now. So firstly, what is confidence? It's a cute word, a word that people wouldn't mind a bit more of, even if they have a lot of it already, greedy buggers, but it's a word that people really like, wouldn't you say? Confidence is your belief in yourself, your belief in your abilities. Now, this can change depending on the situation. So some people are really confident in the gym, but not confident walking into a room full of people they don't know. Some people are confident with numbers and less so confident with hitting the dance floor. But it's normal to feel quite confident in some circumstances and less confident in others. And then there's self-esteem, which is different. People often use these words in a similar context, thinking that they're actually the same. And of course, they definitely can overlap, but they're also different. Self-esteem refers to whether you appreciate and value yourself. It's the deep internal stuff, which I work with my one-on-one clients on quite a lot because your self-esteem develops and changes as a result of your life experiences and interactions with other people. So it's something that we need to stay on top of. Improving your self-esteem is all about knowing yourself really well knowing what you need in this one life of yours, knowing what to say no to, and knowing how to process those emotions, all of which isn't something most people were taught growing up. 
And of course, if our self-esteem is low, so how much we appreciate ourselves, then this definitely can affect your confidence, your belief in yourself. However, this is where it gets a little bit com- complicated, com- com- complicated. Some people can actually appear confident, but they're actually not. And they say they have really high self-esteem, but they actually don't. And then also on the flip side, you might meet someone who doesn't appear to be very confident. They might be, appear to be quite shy, but actually they're really quite confident. Earlier this year, I was running a workshop and I got there really early, like I always do. Even if I think I'm going to be late, ladies and gentlemen, I'm usually always early. So I got there early and a man came up to me who was also early for my session. So we started chatting and he asked me a lot of questions and I did the same back at him. I was really enjoying the conversation and he was really interested in my job as a performance coach and also my background and why I got into this type of work and what I loved about it. And on reflection, it actually would have been a great podcast episode, but this was also way before the Shake Up podcast was even an idea in my head. But on reflection, it would have been a really great chat to be able to record for you guys, and I'm pretty sure you would have loved it. But anyway, back to it. He asked me a really great question. He said to me, so tell me, where did you get your confidence from? And I could tell it wasn't just a flippant question. Like, you know, those questions when you just met someone for the first time and it's sort of not wishy-washy, but they can be a little bit surface and they're just a bit nothing. Like I could really tell that he was leaning in and genuinely interested to hear what I had to say about this. Like, where did I get my confidence from? And the question itself actually took me back. Like, I think I gave him a really lame answer. Like, I'm not really sure, to be honest. And then I was saved by the bell and the doors opened to the conference room and I went in to set up for my workshop. But I remember typing the question into my phone as soon as I walked away from it, which is where I put all good things that I don't want to forget because I loved the question and I hadn't actually thought about it before. Like, where did I get my confidence from? You know, immediately your mind goes to your your parents, right? And your upbringing. And I definitely wouldn't say my parents were shy. So I guess they had something to do with it. I was raised in to really be a free spirit and not to follow the crowd in any way, which is definitely how I've always lived my life. Even in high school, I didn't touch drugs. I wasn't interested or curious. And I always said no, even though there definitely wasn't a shortage with the particular high school that I went to. But friends and people who knew me just knew that Candace wasn't interested in drugs and everyone was okay with that, including me. So I've always been very strong willed, but I was also brought up being told not to be too much of a show off too. Like no one likes a show off Candace. So that's a little bit of a contradiction there, isn't it? Like be a free spirit, but to a point right? Which I guess is why as a um, performance coach, I have an Instagram page and I occasionally do dancing reels for no other reason except that I can and they're fun and I really love doing them. But having had time to think about it and also tying in the question that I was asked on a podcast earlier in the week, how do you find confidence in yourself to do all the things that you do? And the answer is, I don't let fear drive me. I don't let nerves stop me from doing things. I don't let what other people think of me getting the way. I definitely don't let negative self-talk write my story. I literally feel the fear and I do things anyway. If you haven't read that book, by the way, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers, get your hands on it. It's an oldie, but a goodie. I feel all the stuff that other people do. I'm human. (laughs) You know, I feel the whole, holy shit, I don't know if I can do this and the, oh my God, that terrifies me. I feel all of it, but I don't let it rule me. Now, it might shock you to know this, but I get nervous before every single team workshop that I run. Every single one of them, every freaking time, my heart races. 
I get so nervous, but also so excited. Like, will I forget what I want to say? P.S. I've never forgotten what to say. Um, Will the workshop be great? I'm yet to deliver a workshop that was rubbish, but I still get nervous. And as I tell my clients often, nerves are actually a sign that you give a shit. Nerves are a sign that you care about what you're about to do. You know, imagine never getting nervous about things. Imagine cruising through life, never having butterflies in your tummy or never getting nervous excited. I also don't want that life. But I bet it shocks some of you to hear that I get nervous before every single workshop, like me, Candice Harvey, performance coach, life enthusiast. Like that is part of my job. Each and every week I run workshops. I get up in front of people. I do things that are a little bit out of the ordinary, especially if you follow me on Instagram and you see my workshops. But also the moment I start a workshop, the nerves are gone. And I just love every single minute of it until the end. And then I get a little bit sad that it's over. But the lead up, oh God, it's a roller coaster every single time that lead up. The emotions are all over the shop. But it's really important here to realize that just because somebody, I don't know, has something, right? So say tons of friends, a million dollars, a smoking body, doesn't necessarily mean that this person is confident in it. There are business bigwigs who totally lack confidence in their own wealth. You know, models who lack confidence in their looks and even celebrities who lack confidence in their own popularity. So I think the first thing we can establish is that confidence is not necessarily linked to any external marker. Rather, our confidence is rooted in our perception of ourselves, regardless of any tangible external reality. So because our confidence is not necessarily linked to any external tangible measurement, we can now safely say that improving the external tangible aspects of our lives won't necessarily build confidence. And chances are that if you've lived more than a couple of decades, you've experienced this in some form or another. You know, like getting a promotion at your job doesn't necessarily make you more confident in your professional abilities. Sometimes, unfortunately, it can make you feel less confident. It's the same as like dating or sleeping with more people doesn't necessarily make you feel more confident about how attractive you are. Or even moving in with your partner or getting married doesn't necessarily make you feel more confident in your relationship. Confidence is a feeling. It's an emotional state and a state of mind. It's the perception that you lack nothing. I might have to say that again. It's the perception that you lack nothing. That you are equipped with everything you need, both now and for the future. So a person confident in their social life will feel as though they lack nothing in their social life. And a person with no confidence in their social life believes that they almost like lack the prerequisite of coolness, right? They're lacking something. And it's this perception of lacking something that drives their needy, clingy, and or sometimes bitchy behavior. But at the end of the day, what's most important is how confident we feel, right? It's not how other people perceive us or how confident they think we are or how we come across. It's how confident we feel how much we believe in ourselves, how much we back ourselves, how much we think we are capable of doing certain things. That's the golden stuff. So the secret is coming, the secret to oozing confidence. It's coming. I know you're pretty excited. I can, I can feel it through this microphone. But I'll tell you what it's not first. Getting more confidence is not about telling yourself to be more confident. Nah, it's not. 
It's also not about giving people more eye contact or shaking their hands firmer, right? Or dressing to impress. I mean, all of this is a little bit of a step above just telling yourself to be more confident. And those things will work, but it'll only work for a little while because you're actually relying on external forces of of confidence, right? It's all about how you come across, how you're being perceived, which is short-lived. It all wears off. So here's the secret. The secret to oozing confidence is to simply become comfortable with what you lack. Do you want to hear that again? The secret to oozing confidence is to simply become comfortable with what you lack, which means that confidence has nothing to do with being comfortable in what we achieve and everything to do with being comfortable in what we don't achieve. Meaning that oozing confidence doesn't mean you have to be an incredible speaker to be an incredible speaker. Being an incredible speaker means you have to be okay with not being an incredible speaker, dropping perfectionism and seeing it through the lens of, I'm going to learn something. I'm trying something new and whatever happens, I'm okay. I've got this. I'll be okay. I've got me. As a performance coach, I would say I'm pretty confident, but I'm confident because I'm really comfortable with making mistakes. I know that mistakes is 100% part of learning how to be better in my business. Making mistakes is a reflection on my knowledge or experience in business. It's not a reflection on who I am as a person. So being someone who is comfortable with making mistakes or failing or falling on my cute face makes me a confident person. Sure, slipping up is annoying. Mm -hmm. Of course, not getting it right every time is a pain in the ass. But what's worse than all of that is not doing any of it. Saying no to opportunities because I'm worried I won't be perfect which is bonkers, right? Because who's perfect? Yeah, that's right. So let's only say yes to the things we're awesome at. Let's only say okay to the things we know we'll be good at. And let's say no to everything else. Last year, I was approached to be the president of a networking group. So a president of a networking group, right? Like what? I'd never done that before. So initially I said no. Actually, I didn't just say no. I justified the crap out of it. And it sounded really good, actually. I said, you know, I have a lot going on in my business and I need to focus on that. So thank you so much for asking me, but I can't. I just can't do it. And I walked away with the current president saying he was disappointed, but he understood. And I remember getting in my car and asking myself, really? Like, why did you just say no to that, Candace? Like, really? And it was simple. I said no because I'd never been a president before. I said no because it was entirely new. And I said no because I didn't want to be crap. This was almost a year ago and it was the last no I said for these reasons. I no longer say no because of fear. So I literally realized this in the car. I called back the current president and it would have been like 20 minutes later. And I said, I've changed my mind. I'll do it. I'll be president. And I've been president of a networking group coming up a year now. Has it been easy? Hell no. Have I been a perfect president? No, but also tell me who is because I really want to give them a call. Have I learned bucket loads in the process? 100%. I'm so glad I said yes. And I'm so glad I took the time to understand my no, to then correct it and make it a yes. Comfort in our failures opens us up to so many things. I mean, ask yourself this question, like, What would life be like for you if you were comfortable with failure? What would you do differently if you were okay with making mistakes? If you were okay with mucking up? If you were okay with not being perfect? Would you try more things? Would you experience more? I reckon you might. 
Now that you know that the secret to oozing confidence isn't about being born with a different gene, no, it's not. Now that you know that the secret to oozing confidence isn't about waiting until you're awesome at something before you can claim confidence. Now that you know that the secret to oozing confidence is being comfortable with what you lack, being okay with not knowing everything, being okay with getting it wrong, being okay with being a bit crap occasionally. And then the moment you're comfortable with all of that, your confidence starts to increase. You start to realize, well, what have I got to lose? Or you start to realize, why wouldn't I try that new thing? Or why wouldn't I experience that? Majority of my one-on-one clients that initially start working with me are nervous about what coaching is going to be like for them. They are unsure if they will be good at it. They have no idea how the sessions will pan out. You know, if they'll be able to answer and do what I ask of them. And P.S. All my clients can always answer and do whatever it is that I ask of them because they are amazing like that. They all have this within them. But my clients also bring with them a huge amount of confidence that they don't even know they have, but they do. And this confidence is saying, I'm okay with being uncomfortable about this coaching thing. I'm comfortable with not knowing all the answers because I'm saying yes to me. And that's one huge step closer to moving in the direction that I want to go. We get one shot at this thing called life. And I'm pretty sure it's not about saying no to things because you're nervous. I'm pretty sure life is about milking the shit out of it and soaking it all up and being proud of ourselves for all the heart racing moments and continuing to say yes and then work out how. The how is the easy bit. Just say yes. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Make bucket loads of them. Learn from them and then do better. And if you suck again, try again. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you did. I love this topic. Hearing listeners' feedback also is one of my absolute favorite things. So do reach out, share it on your socials. Let's get more people thinking differently and also oozing more confidence. Until next time, have fun and shake things up.